0: Job chapter 41. Can you draw out Leviathan with a fish hook or press down his tongue with a cord? Can you pull a rope into his nose or pierce his jaw through with a hook? Will he make many petitions to you or will he speak soft words to you? Will he make a covenant with you that you should take him for a servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird, or will you bind him for your girls? Will traders barter for him? Will they part him among the merchants? Can you fill his skin with barbed irons, or his head with fish spears? Lay your hand on him, remember the battle, and do so no more. Behold, the hope of him is in vain. Won't one be cast down even at the sight of him? None is so fierce that he dare stir him up. Who then is he who can stand before me? Who has first given to me that I should repay him? Everything under the heavens is mine. I will not keep silence concerning his limbs, nor his mighty strength, nor his goodly frame. Who can strip off his outer garment? Who will come within his jaws? Who can open the doors of his face Around his teeth is terror. Strong scales are his pride, shut up together with close ste- with a close seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined to one another. They stick together so that they can't be pulled apart. His sneezing flashes out light. His eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning torches, Sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils a smoke goes, as of the boiling pot over a fire of reeds. His breath kindles coals. A flame goes out of his mouth. There is terror in his neck. Terror dances before him. The flakes of his flesh are joined together. They are firm on him. They can't be moved. His heart is as firm as a stone. Yes, Firm as the lower millstone. When he raises himself up, The mighty are afraid. They retreat before his thrashing. If one attacks him with the sword, It can't prevail. Nor the spear, the dart, Nor the pointed shaft. He counts iron as straw, And bronze as rotten wood. The arrow can't make him flee. Sling stones are like chaff to him. Clubs are counted as stubble. He laughs at the rushing of the javelin his undersides are like sharp potsherds shards leaving a trail in the mud like a threshing sledge he makes the deep to boil like a pot he makes the sea like a pot of ointment he makes a path shine after him one would think the deep had white hair on earth there is none his there is not his equal that is made with without fear he sees everything that is high he is king over the sons of pride again we can see uh such a great description of of a dinosaur with scales and uh you know so much here is um describing what's clearly a dinosaur. And the, the fossil record shows such things about the scales of dinos, of some kinds of dinosaurs that are um, so b- strong and bound
1: together. And um, Job chapter 41, and this is the last chapter of God's speech, which is also called the Theophany, the appearance of God. And um, I'm, one, I'm not sure if Noel has mentioned the Leviathan, has he? <laughs> I have a feeling that Noel Patson, Dr. Patson, will not have been able to restrain from mentioning the Leviathan. So I'm not going to say much about it, but I know a lot of commentators think the Leviathan, which God referred to in this chapter, they think it was a crocodile. And it's clearly not a crocodile. <laughs> in verse 19, it talks about it breathing fire, which crocodiles do not do So uh, maybe it was one of those fire-breathing dinosaurs. You know, there were certain dinosaurs that could breathe fire. Anyway, um, hopefully Noel has enlightened you with a few of his own thoughts on that point. But in this chapter, we have come to the end of what I think must be the most unique speech ever given on planet Earth. You know, this is a speech by God himself comprised entirely of questions. And... There's no answer given to any of the questions, but the questions all have implied answers. So when you hear the question, you just know instantly what the answer is. And in doing so, the Lord caused a series of implications to fall upon all the listeners, which said far more than if God had just said things. If God had just simply said straight out, I am the sovereign Lord, the ruler of all, and he said those types of things in other places in the Bible, it would have been true. But by asking this series of questions, these implications fall upon the hearers and change their hearts. And so Job's heart is changed in the process. And I trust that your heart is changed as well. Um, One of the big features of the book of Job is his patience. And we've all heard um, the phrase, you know, the patience of Job or People refer to Job as being a patient man or having the patience of Job. Noel, who has been reading through this book for us, when he was a little boy, his father called him Job as a nickname because he was a very patient boy. So this idea of the patience of Job is an idea. But we never hear the patience of God talked about. (laughs) I just have to say that God's a very patient God and we see it here in this demonstration, of his, this speech is a demonstration of his patience. You know, God listened to all the waffle in the book of Job that went on for 37 chapters. He listened to it and he was very, very patient. And uh, can you imagine if uh, you were sitting in a room and um, f- three or four or five people all walked in and all started talking about you and saying the most horrible things that weren't true, How long would you be able to sit still and say nothing? (laughs) And uh, well, the Lord sits still for 37 entire chapters while everyone says the most untrue things about him. And finally, he stands up and says in chapter 38, who is this that darkens my counsel without knowledge? Well, the Lord's so patient. And Lord's not only patient here in the book of Job, he's patient with every person that's ever lived. You know, there are any number of things that we think about him that are wrong just like these guys thought things about God that were wrong. There are things we do that don't please the Lord and we struggle with them sometimes for years, sometimes for our entire lifetimes, but the Lord is patient. And so the book of Job is all about the patience of Job, but I think even more it's about the patience of God and I'm thankful for that. And this is the perfect time to quote Daniel chapter 2, verse 30, 47, where the Lord is... Is described by King Darius as the God of gods. And in Deuteronomy 10, verse 17, it says, He is the Lord, the God of gods. So our God, he's not only the only God, but he is the God of gods, of everything that you think is wonderful, everything that you think is good, everything that you think is wise or powerful or important, he is the Lord of that thing. Father, I thank you for your appearing in the book of Job, your theophany. And we accept it, Lord, as an appearing not only for Job but for us. And we accept your speech to him as a speech for us too. Lord, let our hearts be changed just as Job and his friend's hearts were changed too. In Jesus' name. Amen.